This is the qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified with Ryan Huff. Hey, what's going on, Qualified family? Hope you're having an amazing day as always, and welcome back to The Qualified, where the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Y'all, got a great episode for you today. Before we get started, if you are new to The Qualified, the reason we call this podcast The Qualified is because I believe we are all qualified to make a difference with the life that we've been given, right? That's why even at the beginning of the episode, you always hear the multiple voices saying, this is The Qualified, right? because we're all qualified to make a difference with the life that we've been given. However, there's a massive difference between having potential and actually going out there and doing something with it, right? You can have all the potential in the world, but until you wake up and freaking execute every day, what good is that, right? What good is having potential if you don't put in the work? If you, know, if you, if you play the, the victim card all the time, if you play, you know, think the world's against you, all this kind of jazz, you're not gonna achieve anything noteworthy in life. You're gonna be a loser. And that's not what the show is about. We're about winning here, bro. We're about getting out there and achieving the things we want to achieve and looking past the limitations, looking past the struggles, looking past the obstacles and realizing that if we're performing at a level that it's underneath what we know we're capable of performing at, that's going to be impossible for us to feel great about ourselves. And that's why this podcast is here, bro. We want to discuss topics, ideas, strategies, things I've done in my life as well as things of inspiring guests that they've done in theirs that have helped to make a change. And that's why we're here. So you're qualified for an amazing life, but you got to work. There's no such reality as something for nothing. But the more that you work, the more confident you're going to be, the more value you're going to have as well as a person you build yourself up, you become more valuable. Not only that, you're going to achieve more. And the more you achieve, the better you become, the world around you becomes better as well. And you then will have your life be one that's a beacon of possibility, right? As a beacon of like, dude, Look at the, I might've had this and that happen to me, but look what I was able to accomplish in spite of all of X, Y, and Z happening in my life. You know, no one cares about your problems, bro. No one cares about how bad your life has been. The only thing people care about is if you actually overcome it. You know, there's a great quote I heard from Andy Priscilla recently on this uh, episode 101 called Full Throttle or No Champagne Bottle. And uh, it said, the (laughs) only thing noble about victimhood is overcoming it. That's what I want you to do, man. I want to see you win. I want to see you overcome. I want to see you be a victor, not the victim. I want to see you live a life of possibility. I want to see you become the man or woman that God created you to become. But you're not going to do that by playing the victim. You're not going to do that by living below your potential. You're not going to do that. So let's rock and roll. Let's make a difference. Let's change lives. Let's inspire happiness. Let's make a difference. All right, you guys. So uh, before we get started uh, with that little disclaimer before we get started um if you uh, enjoy this episode one thing i do ask with every episode if you enjoy this one please share it out let's let at least one person know that uh, you enjoyed it we don't run ads and um you know for that reason i would ask that you do share it out just at least one person let them know that you enjoyed it and if you don't enjoy the episode then hey don't share it you know fair enough but let's rock and roll with this episode you guys um so uh today was having a uh, kind of stepped into a conversation and there was someone that was talking about how they, um, uh, someone that was talking about how they thought that kids should get participation trophies. Right. And I think the title of this podcast is going to be called, um, throw your participation trophy away. (laughs) So I think that that's a, uh, a, a, uh, apt, uh, 
an appropriate title for this episode. So anyways, but this person was talking about how like, yeah, kids should get participation trophies and bro, (laughs) that is one of the greatest, I think, reasons why so many people these days feel so entitled. They feel so like things should be given to them, that this should happen, that life should be easier and blah, 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 blah. And we have so many people being, playing the, excuse me, playing the victim card and all this kind of jazz. Why? Because from a very early age, we had a generation of parents that have taught their kids that it's okay to have a participation trophy. Bro, if I, whenever I, if I ever get married, right, if I ever, you know, find a little lady, a little sweet thing and then wife her up and, you know, we, we have children and go on to do incredible things and whatnot, bro, if my children are involved in any sort of sporting event, we are not, and they, and they get on a team that actually does give out participation trophies, we're throwing that crap in the trash. Because here's the thing, while that might make the kid at the time, right? You know, two-year-old, three-year-old, I don't, I don't know how old kids are whenever they start playing sports and whatnot, but while at the time it might make the kid feel warm and fuzzy for, you know, getting, you know, getting a trophy whenever they play second or worse off place, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, 17th place or whatever have you, while that might make them feel warm and fuzzy on the inside temporarily, that is true. That is, dude, by giving kids participation trophies, by doing that, you're teaching them to celebrate failure. You're teaching them that failure is acceptable. That, you know, hey, it's okay to lose. It's okay to not win. It's okay to blow whatever. No, dude, the only time that it's okay to lose is if you, you know, you give it your best and you give it your all and you didn't make it. Well, then that's a great opportunity to look at failure as an opportunity to look and be like, all right, hey, what can we do better? How can we get better from this? And how can we work harder to then get a better result? That failure should inspire you. That failure should give you an education. But that failure should not then be a platform to be like, oh, hey, it's okay to lose. Hey, it's okay to not win. Hey, it's okay to celebrate failure and celebrate mediocrity. No, that's what you're doing, whether intentionally or unintentionally, by allowing children, by allowing participation trophies to be acceptable. You know, I'm not saying that you need to be a sore loser. And I'm not saying that you need to be a jerk if you lose and whatnot. And you're like, you know, and then like, you know, hey, let's say, you know, hypothetically speaking, you got a, a group of uh, little soccer, you know, soccer players, and they're all, you know, boys and girls, or you know, all girls or all boys or whatever have you, and you know, four or five year old kids. That's not to say that if they lose, <laughs> you need to gather them all around. But hey, you, you, you kids, you're a bunch of losers. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. If you teach kids that losing is acceptable, that then will carry on into their life. Because at what point do you stop teaching them that? Because that was their foundation. That was their foundation. They they learned that, hey, from an early age, hey, well, you know what? Hey, if I win, awesome. But if I lose, still awesome. Why? Because I lose, I'm, I'm still going to get celebrated regardless. No, losing sucks, bro. Losing is not fun. And that should be how you should look at losing which should then inspire you to work your ass off on a regular basis to give yourself the best opportunity to win every freaking time, to take quitting off the table and to be like, you know what, hey, we're not gonna quit. We're gonna give it our best. We're gonna give it our all. We're not gonna give up. And if we don't win, then we're gonna learn and we're gonna get a freaking good education from it. If anything, y'all, that's what losing should be. Should be. We don't celebrate it, but we sit down, we feel the feelings if it really hurt us, and we look and be like, all right, how can we get better 
from this? How can we grow? How can we improve? We, we don't celebrate mediocrity. We don't celebrate. We don't even accept participation trophies. No, we throw that crap in the trash. Why? Because that's a celebration of mediocrity. Y'all, there's a reason why the 1% are called the 1%. There's a reason why the 99% are called the 99%. Because the people that are, are exceptional, the people that are incredible, excellent at what they do, understand something. They understand that they need to work freaking hard in order to achieve whatever they want to achieve in life, you guys. That's the thing. They understand that, so they work for it. You know, and going back to the kid example as well, like I said, you don't beat them up. You don't, you know, be, you don't be like, hey, you know, you little jack wagon, you know, you messed up, blah, 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 and tear them down. No, you meet them on their level. You talk to them on their level, and you make them understand that, hey, we don't celebrate losing. We don't celebrate getting second place. You know what? This might hurt a bit, and hey, this is life. Things are going to happen. Obstacles are going to happen. Struggles are going to happen. You know, maybe even dumb it down more than that. I don't have any kids. I have a niece, right? And I guarantee you every time that I'm with her, I'm, I'm making a point of constantly talking out to her or constantly praying for her, constantly building her up, right? But in the same sense, it's not going to help her in the long run if she is, you know, competing in sports someday or doing, you know, doing whatever someday and she loses. It's not going to help her if I, her parent, her teacher, whoever babies her and gives her a trophy or takes her out for something good afterwards and celebrates that. No, that's not helping. Again, you don't beat people up for whenever they lose, but you do say, all right, hey, you know, we didn't get it. Let's work hard. There's no off season. We don't take this time to go on vacation. We don't take this time to then, you know, reward ourselves with whatever. No, we didn't earn that. Yo, we get what we earn out of life. We don't get what we want. That's what you need to understand. And people that are excellent and people that are performing at a higher level, they understand that. They think in terms of discipline, you guys. They think in terms of consistency. They think in terms of hard freaking work. Y'all, hard work works. Staying disciplined works. Staying patient works. Don't underestimate the value of time. Don't underestimate the value of hard work. See, that's the thing that would different that makes a difference to people. They don't want to put in the work. They don't want to put in the time. Y'all, as I've started growing Qualified Apparel on a consistent basis, and we are, we're over 100,000 meals provided to date, we're doing amazing things, and this company is going to do incredible this year. We're on pace to do over 200,000 meals provided to date at the end of the year. We're over pace just this year alone to provide 100,000 meals just this year alone, you guys. But that's hard work. That's calling every freaking day. That's sending emails every day. That's learning and that failing and doing the hard things every day. But that's what it takes, you guys. That's what it takes to be excellent. And most people do not want to put in that work in order to get there. Now, am I saying that I've somehow arrived and that, you know, I'm a multimillionaire and I'm doing all the things I'm speaking. I've got a best-selling book, you know, books and all this kind of jazz. And I'm, you know, a top rated speaker in the world. No, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But am I further along than I was a few months ago? Absolutely. Am I further along than I was this time last year? 100%. Two years ago? Absolutely. Three years ago? Dude, yeah. Four years ago? Oh, you better believe it. Yes. That's because of growth. Y'all, I don't just sit back and be like, you know what? Hey, Qualified Apparel didn't do, you know, the amount of meals that we wanted to do because, you know, oh, COVID hit, 2020 hit, therefore we didn't do. No, I'm not going to make a freaking excuse. 
Excuses are plentiful, you guys. Excuses are out there for everyone. But I don't want to make an excuse. I know that if my life doesn't work out, the biggest obstacle in me not making my life work out isn't the government. It's not the environment. It's not anything else other than the work that I did or did not put in. That's it. There's no other thing behind it. And it doesn't help me if I'm just like, oh, Ryan, you know, you'll get him next time, champ. You know, don't worry. No, 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 no. I need to be honest with myself. Like, bro, did you do the freaking work? If I show up and I didn't win and I didn't accomplish what I wanted to set and what I set out to accomplish, I know that that was on me. Not anyone else. Not any, not my parents, not my boss. I don't have a boss, but like not anything else other than me. I'm the reason why my life works out or doesn't work out. You're the reason why your life works out or doesn't work out. Y'all, there are so many people who look like you who have achieved in spite of all the difficulties that they've come in contact with. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter how difficult your life was. And Ryan, and you know, you might look at me and say, Ryan, hey, you don't understand how bad my life was. Dude, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I might not. I might not understand all the things you've gone through. But I can guarantee you, though, I know people that have gone through some hard stuff in their life that have still overcome and still managed to make something incredible out of their life, regardless of the bad things that they had. Don't play the victim. Y'all, a great example. I mean, there's many examples of that. But another example of what we're talking about on this episode when it comes to throw away the freaking participation trophy and put in the put in the work. Don't play the victim. Don't celebrate losing. Don't make losing acceptable, failure acceptable is Tom Brady. Y'all, that's a, a fantastic example of that. Tom Brady has, dude, he was nothing special whenever he first started. You know, and that, that's, I feel like that's a big virus in our society today that we're all taught that we're all special. You know, we're all taught that, oh yeah, you're so special. You're the, No, no, you're freaking not. Not everyone's special. Now, do we all have value? Of course, we have innate value that was given to us by our creator. But we're not special for the sense for the simple sense of just sitting around doing nothing with our lives. That doesn't make us special, y'all. Our, we have value, innate value for sure. But we grow that self confidence. We grow that value in ourselves by doing the hard things. Like we said a second ago, we don't get what we want. We get what we earn. But that value. That specialness, if you will, is grown, is built, is done through intentionality, done through long hours getting after your craft every single freaking day. Dude, Tom Brady wasn't any good. Y'all, I forget what draft pick he was, but he was not highly drafted. He was not good when he started. But you know what he said? He said he has, he's even been quoted for saying he had to work his ass off to achieve what he's achieved. You know, he said that there's no off-season. He doesn't skip the gym. There's no vacation days for him. He do, His diet is exceptional. His recovery time is exceptional. He makes a point of doing the little tasks every single day, of winning every single day, of winning the day, of doing the critical tasks that he needs to do in order to make sure that he still is able to compete on a higher level. He works for it. Y'all, you don't get to be exceptional. You don't get to be great naturally. Greatness is not achieved naturally. There's no such reality as something for nothing, you guys. You gotta work for it. 
In order for me to have a qualified apparel being the leading positive impact brand in the world, we're, we're providing food, clean water, freedom from sex trafficking, and whatever else God would have us to do to impact the kingdom to millions across the globe every year, that's not going to happen by accident. That's not going to happen by mistake. That's going to take intentionality on my part, waking up every day, getting after it, and making sure that I take care of the things I need to take care of in order for this company to grow. If it doesn't do what I want it to do, what the vision is with the company, I don't have anyone else to blame other than myself. And if your life isn't working out the way you want it to work out, you don't have anyone else to blame but yourself. Yo, my friend Elizabeth Fraser, I have like, I feel like I've abused this story so much. But like, seriously, my friend Elizabeth Fraser, who was in sex trafficking for over 20 years of her life, being pimped out by her parents as early as she can remember from the age of four, if she can go through that awful, disgusting thing that her parents did to her, and she can then turn it around and be like, hey, this happened for me and not to me, and then look at that as an opportunity where she can then empower other people through her story, and then start a business, be motivational speaking, and do other things that are helping other people get out of that lifestyle too, if she can then not see herself as a victim Why the heck are you allowing yourself to leave your potential on the table when you haven't had anything near what she's experienced? Why? Why? Y'all, just like Tom Brady, talking about him. The, The man is freaking, oh, he's in his 40s. I think he's, what, 43. And has won seven Super Bowls, you guys. I think he's competed in, what, 10, 11 Super Bowls altogether? Won seven of them? Yo, the fact is, most QBs, most quarterbacks in the NFL, all while being exceptional themselves, because obviously you have to be great, put in the work in order to get there yourself, most of them don't even see one Super Bowl, much less get, much less get to it, much less even win it. He's not gifted. Bro, he worked. Same thing with my friend Jen Bricker. She was born without any without any freaking legs, you guys. Left up for adoption in left up for adoption in the hospital by her parents. She's gone on to do incredible things. She's a New York Times best-selling author. She's toured with Britney Spears. She's, you know, performed with Cirque du Soleil, been in a Papa Roach music video. She's done so many things with her life in her third in just by her 30s now, and she's just getting started. She's married now to an incredible man. All of this comes from, you guys, you cannot accept mediocrity. You cannot accept being a loser in your life. You can you cannot accept that. The more that you accept and celebrate mediocrity, the more you accept and celebrate failure, the more you accept celebrating being a freaking loser, The further you are going to be from becoming the man or woman that God made you to be on this earth. If you don't, but if if you're listening to this right now, you don't even believe that there's a creator, that's fine. You're here for a purpose regardless, bro. Whether you believe in a God or not, whether you believe that you have innate value or not, that's irrelevant. You still have value regardless of what you believe. If a, dude, if a freaking was it if if a if a rose has has uh has value if a honeybee has value if a dang tree has value if a dog has value how much more valuable are you than they 
And y'all, here's the thing. What you have done up until today has gotten you to the point to where you are. And what Les Brown says, which I love this quote by Les Brown, he says, in order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been before. And y'all, the level, the mindset that you have today has gotten you to where you are. You're programmed, the programming that you have today has gotten you to where you are. So if you, if you want to then do something different, accomplish something different, achieve something different with your life, you have then got to change your programming. You've got to change the way you think. You've got to change the music you're listening to, the movies you're watching, the books you're reading, the news you're allowing yourself to listen to, the things you're allowing yourself to be influenced by. Those things have created you and molded you into the person you are today. So in other words, if you want to achieve something different, you've got to start listening to different people. Y'all, I've said this on this podcast before. I have not always been this positive, energetic, you know, really driven, really motivated kind of a guy. Y'all, this personality that I have, the things I want to accomplish, the things I want to do was built. And it wasn't built overnight. It started in 2009, you guys. I started reading a book called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. That What that book made me realize was that I love learning self-help, self-improvement, that sort of material. I was in college before that, y'all. I was going there for the wrong reasons. I was going to college because I used to hang out with some people that talked down to me for not having a college degree. So therefore, to make them proud, to make them happy, and more so to gain their acceptance, I started going to school. And I hated it. Why? Because I was going for the wrong reasons, and I felt like I wasn't learning anything. I wasn't improving. I wasn't growing. Not to say that college doesn't allow you the opportunity to grow and improve. Of course, there's great things you can learn there. But the point of it was, I had to build the person that I am today. Am I where I want to be at yet? Absolutely not. Am I much further along than where I was before? Absolutely. And y'all, that needs to be your driving force in life. Just focusing on getting better. Focusing on improving. Because here's the fact. The more that you improve, the more that you grow, the better that you become, the world around you becomes better as well. The person that would wish to change the world around them must first start with themselves. But you're not going to make a difference. You're not going to make an impact. You're not going to live a life that makes any sort of contribution, that makes any sort of difference. If you're constantly celebrating losing, if you're constantly celebrating being a victim, if you're constantly making failure acceptable, you're not going to accomplish anything worthwhile in your life, living your life that way. And dude, I want to see you win. Dude, I want to see you do great things with your life. I want to see you make a difference. I want to see you change lives. I want to see you inspire other people to then grow and then inspire happiness in their lives. I want to see you make a difference with the life that you've been given, not waste it. Or else, bro, we wouldn't be over 100 episodes in the Qualified Now if I didn't give a crap. I wouldn't have started a company called Qualified Apparel that feeds families in America through selling apparel if I didn't care. I wouldn't start this platform if I didn't care. So clearly, I care. Clearly, I want you to do great things with your life. But you're not going to do that if you celebrate victimhood. You're not going to do that if you look at every obstacle as a reason why you can't succeed. Y'all, I love what Gary Vaynerchuk talks about when he says, if you see someone who looks like you, whether they're black, white, yellow, blue, orange, purple, 
doesn't matter whether they're gay, straight, whether they're a, a man or a woman. It doesn't freaking matter. If you see someone who looks like you and they've accomplished whatever they want to accomplish and they've succeeded, they've broken through, you have no excuse. Why not live your life as a life of possibilities? Why not go through the hard things? Because, dude, the obstacle is the way. You know, just like my friend Eddie Pinero talks about, you got to stop looking at yourself as a loser. You got to start looking, stop looking at yourself as someone who doesn't have it all together. And you know what? You might not have it all figured out. And right now, you might be a loser. You might be someone who has all the information in front of you, and yet you still don't get it done. You still don't execute. You might be a loser right now, but you've got to start looking at yourself as like, hey, you know what? The decisions I've made have got me to where I am today, but you know what? I'm going to start working today. I'm going to start doing one thing every day that's going to move my life a little bit forward more and more every day. And you've got to start looking at yourself as someone who has the ability to break through, but you've got a long road ahead of you. And that's okay. Y'all, the process, dude, you got to fall in love with the process. You got to realize that the the obstacle is the way. And the struggles are a gift. The struggles make you better. The struggles make you stronger. Y'all, I look back on the things that I've gone through and I've experienced and I wouldn't change them for the world. Why? Because they made me into the man I am today. Wouldn't change a thing. But there are so many people out there who look at their struggles, who look at the things that are holding them back, even the perceived things that are holding them back, not even the genuine things that are holding them back. You know, the stories that you made up in your head about why you can't do X, Y, or Z. And then they don't try. They don't even get out there. They don't even freaking try. That's the main thing. A lot of you people, you, you, you quit before you even get on the, on the starting line. You don't even get out of your seat to get on the arena to even start. Don't waste your life. Don't allow yourself, don't allow someone, don't allow anything to keep you, to convince you that just because X, Y, or Z happened that you can't then make it happen in your own life. Don't allow that. Don't allow that. Don't celebrate failure. Don't celebrate mediocrity. Don't then teach others that it's okay to celebrate failure. Dude, failures are going to be an, an, an inevitability in life. But the difference maker, though, is how you choose to respond when the failure comes. It's not a matter of if the failure is going to come. It's not a matter of if the obstacles are going to come. It's not a matter of if the struggles are going to be there. The struggles are going to happen. That's life. But the fact is, what matters is how you respond to the struggles. Do you respond to them in a way that empowers you? Or do you respond to them in a way that disempowers you? Do you look at them as a way like, all right, bro, this happened, that happened, but you know what? We're still going to go on and do incredible things. When it comes to, like we mentioned from the very beginning, participation trophies. Yeah. You know, you don't talk down to kids whenever they lose, but in the same sense, you teach them that, Hey, yeah, you know what? Hey, we lost and that's okay. What did we learn from it? You know? What did we learn? How do? How can we freaking improve? How can we get better? You don't celebrate the losses. You learn from them. They're teachable experiences. They're a necessary stepping stone along the pathway to success. And you know what you say from that? You're like, all right, hey, we lost. Let's go to work. Let's go. Let's go practice. I remember. I don't remember what. Um, 
Uh, I don't remember what uh, what story this was. I remember hearing it somewhere, some podcast probably that I was listening to. And I'll go ahead and wrap it up with this. But there was a, uh, a parent who had their, their kid out playing soccer or something or hockey. I don't, I think it was a hockey game if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, anyways, they were out playing or whatever. And like the, uh, the, the game happened and the, the parents child lost. Right. And they were a young kid, you know, I don't remember how, how old, maybe 10 years or less, something like that. And after the game, what happened was, you know, of course the kid was upset, you know, they may, may have cried a little bit or whatever. And, but what happened though, after the game was this, the parent came up to the kid, you know, was like, Hey, what did you learn from this? You know, and like talk to them a bit. And what the kid was like, all right, let's get, when we get home, we're going to start practicing. And that's what happened. They got home and they practiced and they worked and they consistently showed up regardless of the fact that they lost. They didn't celebrate it. They didn't go like, all right, little, let's go celebrate and let's go get some ice cream afterwards. No, no, they went. And they showed up and they went home and started putting in the work. Now, you might not agree with that sort of, you know, that, that sort of, um, that sort of mindset. That's fine. I'm not suggesting, I'm not saying, well, I am suggesting that you do agree with it. Um, but you know what, dude, the fact of the matter is in life, there's going to be winners and there's going to be losers and winners are going to win and losers are going to lose. I love this quote by Napoleon Hill. It says a quitter never wins and a winner never quits. The fact of the matter is, y'all, that even this podcast, while I would love nothing more than for you to chase your potential and to live a life that makes a positive impact, being empowered to do those things, and while I would love the, to, for you to wake up every day knowing that you're qualified for an incredible life and go out there and do it, I know without a shadow of a doubt that uh, there's people that are still going to not listen to a word I said. And probably are going to unsubscribe and not going to share the message and be like, oh, screw him. I don't care. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. My life is going to be characterized by winning, by making a difference, by living a life worth remembering, knowing the world was made better because I was here. That's the kind of life that I want for myself, for anyone around who's associated with me, for my kids, my wife, my family. That's the kind of life I want for them. And you know what? That's the kind of life I want for you as well. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. It's not going to be fun all the time. You're going to want to quit. You're going to want to give up. Even after you reprogram yourself to be a winner and you program yourself to do that, you're still going to have hard days. You're still going to have test days where you don't want to do the work. And you know what else? You show up those days too and you do the work regardless if you want to or not. That's the thing. So anyways... That's freaking that, y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that. Don't celebrate. Don't celebrate failure. Don't make failure acceptable. Don't make losing acceptable. Learn the lesson from it and le- go back the next time and dominate and win. Yeah, that's it. All right, y'all. I'll see you next time. Until then, chase your potential. Live a lot that makes a positive impact. Share the episode if you enjoyed it. And um, that's that. We'll see you. Hey, what's going on, Qualified Family? Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I trust you enjoyed the message. You know, with the Qualified brand, our mission is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. You know, ultimately the life that you are qualified to live. 
Now, but it's not about just being qualified on our own. It's about the fact that God has created us with innate value and divine purpose to live for something bigger than ourselves. You know, a life ultimately that is fulfilling and brings glory and honor to him. You know, so whether you've never had the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life, or maybe you were like me, you know, and you fell away, kind of did your own, kind of fell away from your faith and kind of did your own thing. I want to encourage you with this. And that is that Jesus still loves you and wants, dude, desires a relationship with you so badly as well. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter how many times you've messed up. It doesn't matter how messed up your past is. It doesn't matter how many times you've missed the mark. It doesn't how many times you, you know, thought you're going to go one way and you went the other way as well. Your purpose still stands. Not only that, regardless of your past, the love of Christ for you still stands as well. You know, and that's the amazing thing, dude. I, I mean, I've made a point of sharing how crazy my past has been and how many times I messed up. And here's the thing. God is the God of second chances. And not only second, but third, fourth, fifth, infinitely amount of chances, man. He just wants that relationship with you. So would you pray this prayer with me? Just repeat the following. Just say, Father God, Thank you for the amazing work your son Jesus did by dying on the cross and raising again, forever making me righteous, complete, and free from the power of sin. I confess that Jesus is Lord of my life, repent of and ask forgiveness for my sins, and fully surrender my life to you. Use me to make your kingdom great. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, first of all, I am so dang excited for the decision that you just made. And I got to tell you this as well. It says in Luke 15, verse 10 in the Amplified Translation, that there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So what does that mean to right now? There's a dang party going on in heaven, bro. <laughs> like everyone's going crazy. They're like, hey, this girl, this guy just gave their life to Christ and made the best decision of their life. So seriously, I'm super happy for you and excited for that decision you made. So two things. Number one, I got to tell you, you got to recommend that you need to get a Bible and start reading the New Testament, reading about the life of Christ as well. So whether you download the Bible app off the iTunes store or, you know, for Android and start reading it there, or, you know, definitely recommend either the Amplified Translation or the New Living Translation or even the New King James Translation as well. Or if you get a, a physical Bible as well and start reading, that's great. But just make sure you start reading and you know, reading the New Testament, learn about the life of Christ and go from there and start growing that in that relationship and spending time with him. Second of all, there's a special page that I made specifically for this as well on Qualified Apparel's website. That link for that is down below in the description. And it just takes you to some resources that I highly recommend that you get. Books that I've read, um, with the exception of one, there's one called, uh, what is it, Disciplines of a Godly Woman. Clearly haven't read that one, but <laughs> I, uh, I, the other ones I highly recommend, and they're super powerful. This some great resources that'll help you grow, help you improve, and just go deeper in your relationship with Christ as well. So, dude, so happy for you. And if you need anything, definitely feel free to reach out, uh, thequalifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Happy to answer any questions that you have. Y'all, have an amazing day. Until next time, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.